0: This is episode 49, Give Yourself Permission to Go After Your Dreams with Emily. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they wanna accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I'm recently back from a trip to Colombia, which if you follow me on social media, you probably know all about. I had some pretty fun Snapchat and Instagram story posts, and I'm still snapping an Insta story in a way, So follow me at Christine Hassler or on Snapchat. It's Chris Hassler, because my name is too long. And since this was a fairly spontaneous trip, I had every intention of working because I've got some really cool things in the works. I wasn't gonna mention this yet, but I'm just so excited I can't keep it in. This fall, I'm excited to share that I'll be teaching my first online course and coaching program called Over It and On With It. So lots more about that that I'll share in the future. But right now there's just a lot to do because I'm just like so psyched about making it super amazing for all of you. I even have goosebumps as I'm talking. Talking about it. So the the commitment I made to give myself permission to go on the trip was that I'd work while I was there so I didn't feel behind and so I could stay in contact with my team. But that didn't exactly happen. Had a little bit of an expectation hangover. I ran into Wi-Fi issues that made it impossible to download things I needed to see and work on. And then again, due to technology issues, I couldn't get on a call with my entire marketing and tech team, which frustrated all of us and slowed things down. Two days into the trip, I quickly realized I had two choices, either continue to be frustrated and have expectation hangovers and try to make things work or move into acceptance and go, all right, what am I really here for? So I chose the latter by giving myself another permission slip to actually take some time off and just enjoy my time in Colombia and have fun. I was there with an amazing group of people. So I rescheduled calls podcast interviews, everything that relied on Wi-Fi, working at a certain time and renegotiated my agreement with myself. And this wasn't just something I did in my head. I got out my calendar and time blocked what I'd need to get done upon my return. And then I just allowed myself to fully savor the experience of being in a totally new and extraordinary place. I learned the universe has a flow to it. And when I fight for my will over thy will, I usually always lose and end up getting frustrated. I share this with you because I suspect that a lot of y'all out there are planners and doers and going with the flow isn't always easy, but it's mandatory, especially if you want to co-create rather than control things in your life. What do I mean by co-create? To me, it's about being in flow with the universe, letting go of attachment to control and planning and being open to how and where the universe wants to lead you. It's about taking a step and then being open to what the next step is and allowing it to be revealed. For example, by letting go of my agenda on the trip and being fully present to co-creating in Colombia, I had a lot of unexpected, amazing connections and experiences, some of which may translate to business opportunities, and some of which I would have missed out on if I had not given myself a full yes to being there. I also got incredible insights. There's been things I've been trying to come up with answers to, and I've been searching for creative ideas for something, and all of a sudden they just dropped in because I wasn't so busy, and I wasn't working, and I wasn't so in my business. I actually came back feeling even more inspired to co-create when it comes to my work, which brings me to my session with Emily, who's feeling a bit lackluster in her life. She's done a lot of personal development and has quite a bit of awareness, but is having difficulty actually making things happen or even drumming up the mojo to make things happen. Furthermore, she's a bit attached to making things happen and is in control mode rather than co-creation mode. We cover a wide range of topics in this coaching session, and as usual after the session, I break down a lot of that and explain how and why I coached her the way I did. So make sure to tune into the wrap up. As you're listening to this call, consider, are you feeling a bit lackluster? Would you like to feel more driven or inspired? Do you really need to give yourself permission to do something? Are you waiting for a permission slip? Have you made your human desires bad? Are you trying to get rid of your ego? Do you ever suffer from imposter syndrome? Do you have a heartfelt desire but can't seem to take the first step? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my session with Emily. Hello, Emily. Welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi.
1: So, yeah, I guess I'm just feeling a little bit lost at the moment. i um, not depressed, but just kind of like lackluster and off. Um, And I've always been a very kind of driven, passionate girl. Um, And I've always held a very big vision for myself in my life and taken a lot of joy from imagining like this big life and daydreaming about it. Um, And even as a little girl, I'd love planning out goals and how I was going to achieve them. And um, in hindsight, I really resonate to your story, Christine, around feeling excluded and not good enough among my peers. And and the way I really found I got love and achievement and a feeling of worthiness. Was through this kind of external achievements. And I did really well in school and I wanted to be an actor, so I moved to Sydney and I did all that with an agent. And I never really cracked into the industry in a way that. I had wanted to, and in a way that I had really imagined, so um, major expectation hangover. <laughs> and um, I changed the course I, like of my life maybe two and a half years ago when I've been focusing on writing. And also, coinciding with this, in the last few years, I've been doing a lot of personal development work. And I'd say in the last 12 months, I've been doing really deep work and journaling and developing a spiritual practice, you know, using affirmations. And I feel like I'm really happy and centered as a result. But since I'm covering this false ego belief that a kind of achievement equals love and you know the bigger goal the bigger the goals like the bigger my worth <laughs> um, I've been doing a lot of work on releasing form and you know releasing the need to be so attached to the way things look on the outside but I feel like it's kind of I feel really sad because I feel like I've lost this very kind of fiery driven part of my personality that I used to feel so kind of joyful in that kind of in that drive and Kind of to the point where I'm not, I'm not really driven anymore, and I don't really enjoy working. And I've kind of just been feeling like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And what do you do right now for work? Well, I'm a playwright, actually. (laughs) Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So, well, you know, not feeling driven isn't the problem because Uh feeling driven was what you did for so long, and you realized that that doesn't work. So it's more Mm -hmm. about feeling inspired, right? Because once you release that false sense of security that comes from achievement Mm. unless you want to go be a zen monk and meditate on the mountaintop and disconnect from kind of all ego-based things you still are a human being living in the world of form and stuff Mm. yeah totally so then the choice becomes okay do I want to go become a zen monk or do I want to change my relationship to form and stuff and What's the point isn't that enlightened of a approach to it. That's more apathy and apathy is actually the opposite of love. Uh, So it sounds like your opportunity here is you've done a lot of excavating, uh, which is great, but now you've got this like big empty lot of dirt (laughs) that you've you've excavated (laughs) and you're like, Oh man, I have to build another house. Oh, and it's like, what am I going to do? Yeah. So to me, the opportunity here is okay. Instead of me building this house, how am I going to get so inspired that I actually co-create it with the universe? Mm. And how am I going to change the way i approach creating anything in my life
1: because yeah. now that
0: you've given a, given up this i need to achieve 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 you've lost
1: yeah. your gas totally and we need new gas mhm and it's sort of like it's hard i mean the ego's still there and it's still like oh wouldn't this be fun wouldn't that be fun and then you judge that thought and then you're like okay And that, you know what I mean? It's like you keep tripping yourself over every time you try to make steps forward. Well, maybe, listen, I'm a personal growth junkie. I
0: think it's great. But sometimes we can (laughs) go a little overboard.
1: Yeah. Because
0: (laughs) the personal growth industry has made the ego this terrible, awful thing. Mm. And it's not. We need it. Mm. It definitely is an important part of living and functioning in the modern day world and in reality it's just having a healthy relationship with ego. Yeah. So give me an example of something that sounds fun to you. That just, that just is a want, like, like for no oh. like higher intention, what is just something
1: you want? I like want to go to London.
0: Okay. And what is, what tells you that you shouldn't?
1: It's like you've put all this work in, things are starting to pay off, like you don't want to like, you know, you've worked so hard at this one thing and then you changed your mind and now you've built the second thing and like, why are you going to give up on that?
0: Okay. Well, that certainly sounds like a lot of judgment. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and not particularly inspiring.
1: No. <laughs> so why do you want to go to London? Um, I just met on like a holiday. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> It's like I'd give myself permission to just have fun. (laughs) You know, like you you always realize like, oh, it's maybe not that location as much as it would be like, oh, I could just like go walk around the city and like go to a cafe and that'd be really fun and go to a gallery. And and like I never do that in my own hometown. So like why why do I think this other place will like make that happen? Or why do I think I can't just do that in my own city?
0: Well, you could try and see if it works. Yeah. Um, And there is something magical about going to another country and another place. Mm. Mm. So if it's feeling like, you know, here's the thing, taking a trip to London is not that high of a risk. So maybe you look at it like an experiment because do you feel like taking a trip to London kind of feels like an intuitive thing? you feel called to do
1: no I think I was just like trying to think of something I want like I was like oh a holiday would be nice (laughs) gotcha
0: gotcha what's something that you really want that feels like a longing
1: okay I totally know I want to start like a YouTube uh, series where I like interview like cool women who are writers about you know speaking up and writing about what's important to them well that sounds amazing yeah (laughs) what's stopping you I don't know I guess I'm just shy (laughs) I don't want to be, yeah, just shy to be in front of the camera or shy to to put it, that out there, or, or like, who am I to be this like new? Like, I don't know. It's it's like I'm too embarrassed to position myself as like an expert. I guess not that that's what I would be doing, but it's that's that's what the fear voice is, says. So
0: notice when you were talking to me, when you presented me with the idea, you sounded so like inspired, mm.
1: and now
0: you just sounded I like, smiling like now.
1: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: But you weren't smiling when you were telling me all the reasons you couldn't do it. No. (laughs) No, I was not. (laughs) No. So, Emily, Mm -hmm. you have a lot of awareness. Mm -hmm. You've cleared out a lot of ground. Mm -hmm. It's time to start listening to your voice of inspiration. You feel inspired to create this YouTube. That's the form. Who knows? It might take a different form once you start it. We don't know how it'll evolve once you take the step. But if you don't, this is what I mean about co-creating the new house with the universe. It's like you've been given the seat of of inspiration. So Mm -hmm. you're going to take the first step about starting to create something and you're going to see how the universe responds and how it meets you and how you feel when you're doing it. But the whole like, I have to be an expert in self-consciousness thing we we don't get over that by sitting in our house trying to get over it. We yeah. only start to get over it by going out and doing it.
1: Yeah. Totally. And yeah, it's like you think that you can just like journal away all these things <laughs> and, and right. then i will be ready and then i will be ready.
0: <laughs> right. And we can't. It it that's that's the behavioral level that is so necessary. And the thing is you don't need to be the expert. You're asking the questions and you're, we're seeing, especially in today's world, that people want authenticity. They want fresh content. They want to learn the whole gurus that know everything. Like that's really not what's working right now. More mm-hmm. people want real people want real. Yeah, totally. So by taking steps to co-create the things that inspire you, mm. that's the answer to the question. What's the point? Cause really, honestly, there's no point to anything.
1: I know it's, it's so, uh, and then depending on what mood you're in, that makes you feel totally differently. Well,
0: (laughs) to me, this is how I interpret that Mm. on some level, none of this matters. Mm. We're here to learn and grow and evolve. That's, that's really why we're here. But as long as we're here having this human experience, why not? enjoy it as much as we possibly can. Mm. If we have the ability to create things, to connect with people, to take trips, to eat chocolate, to do those things Mm. that are just enjoyable, Mm. why not? And I can tell, I can tell by talking to you. and, And again, oftentimes we don't realize our gifts because it comes so naturally. You have a great way with people. You're engaging, you're friendly, you you have an ability, a gift to build rapport with people. I bet you're a great question asker.
1: Oh, I'm such an, I'm just always asking questions, questions, uh, questions, questions.
0: (laughs) It's fun. (laughs) Amazing. So go and create that. Go and share your gifts. Yeah. (laughs) That is the point. To Mm. live in the fullest expression of our unique self that we possibly can and to share our gifts in the most highest way that we possibly can in a way that feels enlivening and not depleting to us.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: So what's your first step in creating the show?
1: I'm going to email the cool women that I'd love, that I'd love to talk to on the show. And what are you going to say? I'm going to talk about, I guess, how they've inspired me, how I love their work, how I, you know, I'm trying to become a writer as well. And I want to create a show about writers. Um, and, and yeah, and, and I would love to learn from them and, and ask them in this, in that capacity, I suppose.
0: So here's my suggestion. Don't email yeah. them. Okay. Make them each a personal
1: video. Oh yeah. That's such a good idea. <laughs> that's great.
0: Let them see you on camera. Let them experience you engaging and talking to them. Not not too long, you know, like a minute, minute, two minutes max. Yeah. And let them get a feel for you. Before you mm-hmm. even do that, write out, you know, your ideal scene for what you want the show to look like, how long you want it to be, what you want the feel to be, what like your ideal avatar is in terms of the people watching the show. Yeah. Um. The themes you're going to talk about, kind of produce it a little bit before you reach out to them, so yeah. that when you reach out to them, you're more clear and you have more certainty about what you're asking for.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So it sounds, you know, in the beginning of the call, you were talking about how you've kind of lost the fire, lost the spark. Mm. I'm starting to feel it. Are you?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely feeling it. <laughs> yeah. So what shifted? It, when you said that it for me was like it was like oh I've got to build this house again that sounds really like a lot of work or that sounds hard or that doesn't sound fun and then when and then when you were talking about co-creating and that I'll put a fun idea out there and I'll see what the universe gives back and you just kind of build together like that sounds like fun like that sounds like something I want to do yeah rather than like Oh, all right i gotta start all over again <laughs> or right. something like it was like oh actually it could be really just it could just be fun <laughs>
0: it can be fun by stepping into your gifts and taking action and then taking another action and then taking another action yeah you don't have to build the whole house at once
1: yeah and you're not building it alone exactly which is maybe that maybe that's what i've been feeling it's like goals made me feel connected to something bigger or to the world and that and not setting them made me feel like isolated or something, or like mm. I wasn't I wasn't connecting to something bigger mm-hmm. than myself. Mm-hmm. And so, and that makes you feel lonely, whereas if you think about it as co-creating, you feel like, I don't know, something's, something's supporting you.
0: Can you say that again, but can you use I language? Okay. The whole thing? As much as you can remember, <laughs> just because I want you to really own it, because whenever we say you, we're dissociating from it in some way. Yeah. So I just want you to own it.
1: Okay, I used to feel like setting goals made me feel really um what I feel. I when I feel when I used to think about setting goals, it made me feel really connected to something bigger than myself, which was a very joyful feeling. And when I thought that goals were the problem, I felt you know, disconnected and alone mm-hmm. and that made me feel quite isolated. Mm-hmm. And but now talking about co-creating in that energy of like joy and fun and what would be fun to do it's like I don't feel that it's this um wow it's so hard to not use to not use (laughs) you (laughs) it's really hard Mm -hmm. I feel supported by something bigger than myself and that makes me feel like oh let's do something fun together (laughs) yeah beautiful yeah like I'm not starting from scratch by myself
0: and that I language, and that's why I'm coaching you on that. This is another part of you stepping into your gifts mm. and you, you taking ownership for things mm. and not disconnecting.
1: Yeah. I'm so, I, I feel like you just revealed so much. And I didn't even realize that I did that until you, until you drew attention to it. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why do I do that? <laughs> well, it's just another level
0: of, self-worth and self-acceptance to get to inside yourself. And, Mm. you know, as you're thinking about all these women that inspire you, just remember that they're positive projections. So anything you see in them, you have in you. So another homework assignment I'd give you is of the list of women you want to interview, Mm. you know, as you're writing out why they inspire you, I want you to find those qualities within yourself. And own. Them. That
1: sounds that sounds like fun as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. You've got some <laughs> fun assignments ahead of you.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Great. Mm. Thank you so much.
0: I really acknowledge Emily for opening up about what she truly longs for, and I loved hearing the shift in her energy when she talked about the video series she wants to do. She definitely did not sound lackluster when it came to that which is why it's so important to give ourselves permission to go after what we truly want to do. And you heard in the call, it took her a while to even admit that that's what she desired. When I asked her what she really wanted, she went to a fun thing. She went to the safe answer first, like a trip to London, rather than really share her heartfelt desire. You know, I notice so many times with people, they have this longing, they have this heartfelt desire, but they're afraid to speak it aloud because if it doesn't happen, then they'll have a massive expectation hangover. Or if they share it with people and they aren't able to do it, then people will judge them. These are all just BS fears that keep our light in, that keep our heartfelt desires in. So if there's something you want, if there's something that you desire, if there's something you long for go for it. Give yourself permissions to take that first step. Please, please, please stop coming up with excuses and reasons for why you can't do it. Instead, start brainstorming all the reasons why you 100% can. And everything begins with just one step. When we have a big vision or goal or heartfelt dream, the tendency is to get intimidated by the bigness of it, by the grandness of it, by how much excitement and joy it brings us. Well, work with that by taking one action at a time instead of being overwhelmed and be open to the feedback you receive along the way. In my book, Expectation Hangover, I call this proactive surrender. It's about taking one step with intention and involvement and then allowing for feedback. Where are you led next? Who comes in? What insights come in? What's the next step? And then take that next step and then be open again. So in proactive surrender, we're not sitting around waiting for things to happen to us, but we're also not attempting to control everything. We're open to being led. And that's the difference between co-creation and manifestation or making things happen. There's a lot in the personal growth community about manifesting. And that's all wonderful, but I think we have to be very discerning about how we manifest because we're energetic beings. We can make things happen. But oftentimes, are we manifesting from our ego or are we really attuning to our higher self and listening within you know if you haven't listened to my coach's corner with julie elizabeth day please go back and listen to that because we talk a lot about attuning to that inner knowing and then co-creating from that place rather than controlling and making things happen i also want to talk about the personal awareness trap i witness a lot of people on the path get stuck on You read a lot of books, you go to a lot of seminars, you listen to a lot of podcasts. You have a lot of awareness. You can speak the language, but things aren't shifting. And then you have a personal growth expectation hangover, and then you're hard on yourself because you think that you're not doing enough. So to get out of the awareness trap, you must start taking action. Like you heard me coach Emily. She's done a lot of excavating. She knows herself very well. But now that she's dredged up all this land and she has all this space, she's not co-creating. And her steps towards creating this video series is a perfect way for her to start, to start filling in, to start implementing and integrating all the awareness that she has. She also brought up the ego. And the ego gets a very bad rap out there. And the ego isn't bad. The ego protects us, the ego keeps us safe, and we need an ego. We're human beings. We never get, quote unquote, rid of it. But it's really about getting in right relationship with the ego to know that it's there to manage this human experience. But let your higher self work with the ego rather than just letting the ego lead. You know, we also talked about, you know, none of this really matters. On some level, it doesn't. We're here to learn and grow and express, but we're here. (laughs) We're here as human beings on earth. So we might as well live it up. We might as well have the relationships and create the experiences and take the trips and do what we want to do in our careers and really take full advantage of the human experience, but without attachment, without making any of the things that we do or the relationships we have define us. She also brought up imposter syndrome. So that's something that I hear a lot of people bump up against. Who am I to create this video series? Who am I to be a coach? Who am I to whatever? Well, who are you not to? Who are you not to? So it's knowing that we are no better or no less than anyone else, anyone else. This was a big thing I had to work with in my own consciousness. I had a tendency to put people above me or below me. That's kind of how I tried to find my place in the world until I had a real connection with myself, my authentic self, and really got on my path and felt the oneness that we all are, I would do positioning. And I have to tell you, now that I truly know I'm no better than or no less than anyone else, that we're all in this together. We are all one. We just have different ways of expressing it. That imposter syndrome really melted away. And the other way it melts away is by taking action. It's kind of easy to feel like an imposter when you're just sitting around thinking about what you're going to do when you get out and you start doing it and you start walking the talk that's one of the ways that we develop confidence another thing i coached emily on was using i language rather than you language you heard her dissociating when she was talking about herself she was using you instead of i she asked why do i do that but i didn't go there with her because i really wanted to keep her in the energetic of, of her learnings rather than bringing something else forward but hopefully she's listening now so Whenever I'm coaching people, I am mindful of having them talk in I language rather than second person. And this is important for all you coaches out there to work with your clients on this, on really speaking in first person. Because when we speak in second person, we're dissociating, we're not owning what we're saying, we're not really unconsciously connecting to the words. So very, very gently, without making anyone feel wrong, it's important to bring people back to using I language rather than dissociating. All right. So some takeaways for you. First of all, if you relate to being a little in the self-help personal growth awareness trap, start to get out of it by walking the talk, by taking action, by allowing for opportunities to integrate everything that you're learning. Next, give yourself a big old permission slip to go after what you want, to do that thing you love. And remember, it begins by taking one step. And reach out. Start reaching out. Start taking risks. Start asking the people that you want to connect with. Don't wait for opportunities to come for you. Don't wait for some big sign. The sign is your desire. The sign is your longing. And have fun as you're doing it. And if you relate to that imposter syndrome, I want you to write out all the amazing things about you, your gifts, your talents, the amazing way that spirit expresses through you. You're not an imposter. You're here with gifts. You're here to shine, just like we all are, sending you so much love and many blessings.